Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! Take a load off, Fanny. Take a load for free. Take a load off, Fanny. And welcome to the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast. I am your host, Eric Helberg. And you know, we're like Einstein over here. We have no special talents, we're just passionately curious passionately curious about all things pertaining to men. How in the hell did we get here? And where is it that we want to go? We're just living a month and a day, men, and they are going by quick. So let's be useful and let's be productive. How in the world would Fanny, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you, it's Fanny Willis. Oh yeah, Fulton County, Georgia, DA, I tell you what, good old hot Lana, an old Fanny. She's in charge of making sure that there's no civil strife, laws are kept, and the safeguarding of the citizenry over there. Well, of course, I can't hold Fanny. Well, maybe we can hold her in contempt now. But I cannot hold Fanny into account when I used to work in good old hot Atlanta. And I tell you what, I can't mention the Dominican Republic because I have so many baseball friends from there. We can't say anything about the DR. But I'll tell you what, I had a hell of a time with those Haitians and Jamaicans in Atlanta. And this episode isn't about that, but if I told you about one of my getaways in Forest Park in good old hot Atlanta, where I hit this concrete abutment, kind of like separating lanes and blew out a tire, and then these mothers had the drop on me, that was one for the ages. It is the wild and woolly west, even though. It's the southeast. It's wild, man. But back to Fanny. She's wild, too. And I would say, yeah, old Fanny has no impact over us men. Although she would like that. Oh, baby, she would like that. And for some reason, it has not occurred with her husband because everything that she espoused from her contemporary, the former DA who had been in there for essentially 25 years, she said he was corrupt, he was adulterous, but my God, looks like Fanny's engaged in much of the same thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, extramarital affairs, yeah, despite espousing piety, a holier-than-thou, and in fact, if you've ever seen or heard Fanny, she's always indignant. I tell you, Fanny's one of those people that... Have you ever met them like this? These people that can do no wrong? And they're constantly throwing crap out there. We call that projection, right? We throw it out there to cover the fact that this is in what, in fact, we, in, we ourselves engage in. And I bet Fanny's a master at it. Well, she threw it out there about the people before her, said she would lead in a different way. But it looks like she did the exact same. Oh, yeah. Adulterous. 
And now, improper documentation on federal grant funds and or their improper use. I'm sure there will be more to the story. Maybe Fannie's assertions regarding President Trump are unequivocally untrue. Maybe something did happen down there in Georgia, right? Remember those two uh, tightly contested Senate seats? That was really, really interesting. But okay, so Fannie has fallen into malfeasance. You know, we like using letter patterns on here, so there's a few Fs, Foxtrot, for you. But she's not going to go down without a fight. But I think she may have just given President Trump the state of Georgia. Oh, yeah. Kind of like that old Shenandoah song, right? She took the moon over Georgia. Well, Fanny, you've just illuminated your own fallacies, and I believe you have given our next president of the United States a great gift. But here's a good question to ask, and here's what it is. Are African-American and or black policymakers... Now, I don't know who actually was pulling fanny strings, but I guarantee you she had a group behind her. But are black policymakers just like fanny? Or let's expand, let's expand the scope a little bit. Are black leaders, people of prestige, power, and or prominence in the black community committing more malfeasance now? Or unlike Fanny, unlike Fanny, because Fanny's a demigod of her own right. And her job is there solely to, despite the fact that Hunter Biden could probably move two kilos of coke in and out of the White House, her job is to take every young black male within greater hot land, and if he finds a little bump on them, boy, we're going to throw the book at him. Because we're, we're, we're protecting our, our citizenry, right? Okay. Well, that runs all the way to the top. That goes to old Uncle Joe. And we know crusty old Uncle Joe is white. And he's at the tip of the spear on Democratic leadership in this country. That's interesting. I believe his DOJ, his Department of Justice, is probably primarily white. We really know that that Department of Justice are Barack Hussein Obama's holdovers. And, of course, we don't have Eric Holder there anymore, good old militant Eric Holder at the DOJ. He's already come and went. But when we look at going upwards on the chain of politics and who influences a great deal of these things, and we trickle back on down from the federal level, who has those decision-makers' ears? Okay, let's say the pharmaceutical industry, right? Hmm. Are those leading African-Americans at the top of that food chain? All right, let's go to the defense industry. Are those prominent black Americans 
at the top of those echelons. I mean, other than Lloyd Austin, before he was given this cush job, he just went AWOL. Of course, he's now come back. But previous to doing so, he sat on Raytheon's board. So is that industry or even Mr. Austin looking after the betterment of African-Americans? Let's go to the business financial industry, i.e. Wall Street, the banking industry. Are they looking after the problems and or concerns of the black community? But yet these three industries comprise probably the biggest mallet to hit over the head of our federal decision makers, whereby they influence others, help to put people in power, and discern and control policy for all of America, not just black America. Now, someone like Fanny, she's not an anomaly. I mean, she's easy peasy, man. You give Fanny a position of power and prestige, and she will lick the boots, let's say boots, of anyone above her. I think she has shown that. And she will, you know what, crap on everyone underneath her. She has no regard for the citizenry that she espouses to serve. And that's a troubling fact. So at the same time, though, what if you decide to have your own thought process and or your own mind? You see that the black community is not being well served. In fact, at this current stage of the game, no part of America is being served very well. That's why we need a change. And if you are a black leader and or a person of prominence within that community, and you go off script, hmm, we seem to have a rash of that going on. And what I'm talking about here is having your own individuality and or thought process. Your ability to think critically. I think the rapper Killer Mike probably had the best synopsis I've ever heard. He said, just close your eyes. Don't even look at the person. Listen to the policies that they espouse and how they go about saying these will be implemented and what that eventuality will be for the greater group that they are trying to then effectuate that to. Okay, that's pretty sagacious uh, advice, uh, Killer Mike. So what just happened to you? Killer Mike goes on the Bill Maher show, and he is told basically over and over, you're not going to support President Biden by Bill Maher? And Maher is flabbergasted. But Killer Mike didn't do it. Then you know what happens to Killer Mike? After winning three Grammys? Three Grammy Awards. He's arrested on stage, right? A public spectacle. 
a public humiliation. Really, a public mm, setting of example, meaning if you are of this skin color and you espouse something different than the normal narrative, we are saying that you are incapable of making an informed decision. You are incapable of thinking for yourself. And how fucking insulting is that as a black man or woman and or African American to be told that because of the color of your skin, you must think a certain way and support someone who has not one iota of concern about you. Did you know Killer Mike supported Bernie Sanders way back when? Now, I'm going to tell you this. Bernie Sanders has always had some socialist loco yoko, if you want to call it that. It's a little bit nuts. I believe capitalism is the greatest freer of mankind. There are some structures that can be put in there that can further enable some equity. But really where Bernie Sanders was coming from was that we do have social injustice here. We've had the greatest wealth transfer in history to the people, as I mentioned earlier, top of the food chain while people are working their nuts off. It's a show for men simply trying to maintain, much less get ahead. And Killer Mike actually agreed with him. And then he started talking about the criminal justice system and different things like that. Well, Fanny, you're a part of that problem as the DA, right? Dude has a little trace amount of coke and his Impala. He's going down. Hunter Biden, wheelbarrows full of coke. And, you know... He just didn't get hugged enough. Commanders biting people on the ass. And um, something just happened. You're suffering and you're an addict. We get it, Hunter. But that's the president's son. And I guess that is in liberty and justice for all. But Killer Mike has the ability to think for himself. He has the ability to think for the people that he makes music for. He actually has the ability to think for the greater populace at large. And you know what he received? Condemnation. And he was arrested simply for this was an action that was partaken on behalf of a citizen. The police responded in accordance with a citizen's arrest. Now, Killer Mike has his own security detail. But evidently, before they allowed him to go up on stage and also sit in the audience and then receive three Grammys, he had had some type of altercation with the security at the Grammy Awards. Does this make sense to you? Hmm. Really, I think Killer Mike just didn't simply say what they expected him to say and or believe. And now he's in big trouble. They're going to try to discredit him. Let's go to good old Eric Adams, who certainly didn't become mayor of New York on his own. 
But those good old Democrats thought they had a bastion of their ideals, constructs, and could define policy for one of the greatest cities. And yeah, it is one of the greatest cities in the world. But liberal policy, democratic policy, destroyed the city of which he was presiding. And no matter what his ideology was before that, he knew that New York was being destroyed. Oh, yeah, with all these migrants being brought in, taking your jobs, black America, you're being incarcerated at a rate greater than any time in history and in proportion greater than any time in history. And we can talk about black-on-black crime and all that bullshit stuff. That's an episode for another day. But migrants can fly without ID in this country. They're given cell phones, $5,000 stipends, can go anywhere in America simply because they are breaking the law. They're being brought in to replace you. Is that support? Hmm. All right, the next time you're the victim, if you want to call it that, of a traffic stop, refuse to show some ID and see what happens. So Eric Adams says, no more. New York City can't sustain it. Guess what? Well, his CFO is being investigated. His whole administration is now being investigated. And that comes from good old crusty Uncle Joe's Department of Justice. Right? That leadership that puts people in positions of power. But if you go off the res, will not support you. All right. Let's look at Cori Bush, very outspoken congresswoman from the state of Missouri, the heartland of America. Well, she was recently asked in an interview if she was going to support President Biden. Asked repeatedly. Well, guess what? She refused to answer. Now she's being investigated for ethics violations. Improper funding, perhaps, of her husband, who has a security background, being brought into the picture to help protect her because now she's received $750,000, or I believe that's how much money she was asking for, for a protective detail because of her stance, she is now receiving death threats. So Cori Bush has now gone off script. So it goes back to my original question. Are prominent people within the black community either committing acts of malfeasance and or breaking the law, or is there only crime and or things deemed problematic with them that they are not saying what they are supposed to say. Isn't that problematic in and of itself? Now, keep in mind, I've been loosely tied to the political process, and I have seen areas whereby when an African-American drives up to a polling space before they ever even get out of their car, 
they have a ballot stuffed into their window, immediately besieged, perhaps even by the candidate and or one of their representatives, with a pre-filled out ballot showing them how to vote. I guess a brain. I guess a conscience. I guess uh, your own individual functioning doesn't count anymore. But in these instances now, people are starting to see that they have not been adequately represented by the Democratic Party, and they're starting to fight back. And the crazy thing is, you're considered to be a militant and or that you are fighting should you only choose to think for yourself. That's insulting, and that is disgraceful. So I guess who they have to go after now is Snoop Dogg. He likes Trump. And hell, even if we gave uh, Snoop Dogg Skechers to Sleepy Joe, that's not going to help him ambulate and or walk better, is it? Dude's still going to fall over and stumble. We got 50 Cent on there, a whole slew of other rappers. Steve Harvey saying we're going to make America great again. Louis Farrakhan said that Trump was sent by the good Lord above. You're not going to say anything to Minister Farrakhan, are you? Because you know he'll get your ass behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. He says Trump's real. Why don't we all just become real? Why don't we do what Killer Mike simply said? Forget where the message is coming from. And let's just listen. Stop trusting other leaders like Fannie Willis, who only care about themselves, put into positions whereby they then dictate what it is you're supposed to do and what it is that you are supposed to think. Remember, in Hosea it says, My people perish for a lack of knowledge. And I know that the black community is very well churched with a lot of very good pastors. So what that is saying is, is simply think for yourselves, find out the information, and critically think. No more trust. Trust means you do not know. It's called blind faith. You are hoping you are trusting that this person has your best interest at heart. Oftentimes these days, they only have their own interests at heart. So until next time on the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast, I bid you bon voyage, my burgeoning flock. Until next time, like and subscribe to the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast.